Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining in today. The past two weeks, we was talking about stop pouting and start shouting. Stop pouting and start shouting. And that was a great two-part series and I hope you enjoyed it. Today, we're going to go into another um, message today. We're going to switch it up a little bit. But let me go ahead and into prayer first. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity to minister to your precious people. I want to thank you today that they'll listen to the word of God. Those that are out there today, that they'll be healed. They'll be delivered. They'll be encouraged. Hallelujah. To move forward in their gifts. Today, that they will learn some things about what you have put on each and every one of us. That we are in indeed, indeed, we are marked by you. And I thank you so much for all the listeners today, I thank you right now, dear Lord, that they will have testimonies to share with others. And I thank you right now, dear Lord, for all that you're doing in their lives. I thank you, dear Lord, hallelujah, that for each and every person that's listening today, if there's something that they're in need of, of healing today, we come into you, coming boldly to the throne of grace, that healing will come forth today because they'll know who they are. They will no longer grieve you with their words after this message today. And I thank you right now in your precious name, Jesus. Okay, you guys, y'all got to be ready for this one. The title today will be called, You've Been Marked. You've Been Marked. Now, I want you to get your Bibles. We're going to be looking at Ephesians 1. We're only going to look at a few scriptures today, but Ephesians 1. But while you're getting your Bibles, let me tell you why. Um, this subject matter came about. So a couple of weeks ago, I had an um, awesome opportunity to attend an event for my grandfather, um, known to me as Papa. I had an opportunity to be a part of this uh, honoring of him. And they gave him what they presented was a highway marker in the county in which he was born, the county that I grew up in. And they put a highway marker up. And what was interesting to me was um, the young lady that came up and talked about um, the highway marker and how what they have to go through to just verify all the facts and everything. I can't remember the exact number. I don't know if she said 2200 or 2700 but I know it was over 2000 And she said that's how many markers there are, but... Um, there are only two African-American individuals on the markers. And my grandfather happened to be one of the two. So it was a really big deal. And I was so thankful to be there. And when I got up to do the prayer of Thanksgiving and remembrance, for me, it was more of a declaration. Y'all know how I do. And when I got up there, I heard the Lord say to me, um, He had been saying that to me all day, actually. And the day before, he was saying, make your mark, leave your mark. That's what he said to me. And when I got up there, I was, you know, wanted to tell the folks that even if you don't get a highway marker, you can still leave your mark. You can still make your mark. I I was, 
I was really intrigued and, in, and I was intentionally listening to what every person said when they came up and just to see their take on the things that my grandfather had done and that, that, how it affected their lives. And I listened and I know, you know, who he was to me, but to hear other people in the churches, in the community, talk about him what was a blessing for me to hear. I knew some things about him. I knew he was a writer. I knew he was a poet. But for some reason, I didn't remember that he used to write plays. So somebody was talking about how he wrote plays for the church. And then um, I knew that he, you know, did HVAC work. And I know that he got trained a lot of people over the years. But just to see the different people, you know, now doing HVAC and other people in the family coming up, going into HVAC, some of the things that he did. Um, He was also a great speaker and I'm a speaker. So I can see that part of me and him. He was a Sunday school teacher. So was I. My sister and I has um, published a book together for a Sunday school curriculum. So just hearing these things and then seeing it in the family. My, My brother is a poet. My brother Jonathan is a poet. And just seeing the different things in the family coming and sprouting up and realizing it was some of the things that my grandfather did. I'm very interested in community service, things that's happening in the community, trying to figure out ways that I could be a part, be injected more into the community to do some things that could help everybody. And so was he. He was very um, key into um, politics. He was the first black supervisor on, on, board of, on the board of supervisors after reconstruction. He helped with voting rights. Uh, all of these things, civil rights, all these things he did, he may not have been as known as Martin Luther King, but it was kind of ironic that his marker was, uh, rev- was unveiled on Martin Luther King's birthday, his actual birthday. But what I wanted to say to you all was, he, he did all these things. He didn't do it for a highway marker, though. I mean, he's not here. He would have been 101 in March, if I'm not mistaken, of this year. But he's not here to see the unveiling of the marker. But his grandchildren was there. His children was there to see the unveiling of this marker. What I want you all to know today is that you've been marked. You can also leave your mark on the earth. You can also make your mark on the earth. But what I want you to realize more than anything else is that you have been marked by God himself. You've been marked. Hallelujah. You believers out there that's listening to me, you've been marked by God himself. And let me let me read the scriptures. So don't take, don't take it for granted that I'm um, saying these things. I want you to look at the scripture. Look at Ephesians, excuse me, Ephesians 1. And let's go down here. I'm going to start for the sake of time here. Okay. Let's look at, I want to read 13. And you were also included, because before it's talking about how the promise was for the um, people of God, and then we were crafted in, right? Grafted in. First number 13 said, and you were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth. So when you heard the message of truth, you are now being set up to be marked. Look at, look at this. And you also were included in Christ when you heard 
hallelujah, the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you see that now you got to believe now when you believed you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, hallelujah, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession. To the praise of his glory. Let's go back up to 13. I read 13 and 14. Hallelujah. Even verse 12. In order that we who were the first to be put out. Excuse me. Who were the first to put our hope in Christ. Must be for the praise of his glory. And you were all. You were included in Christ. When you heard the message of truth. The gospel of your salvation. And we know gospel is the good news. Right? And we've talked about that over and over. Gospel is not bad news. Good news. Gospel is, is Jesus Christ. Gospel is him. You know what I'm saying? He is the gospel. That's good news. The gospel of your salvation. When you believe you were marked in him with a seal. Now my grandfather received a road marker, a highway marker, and we're leaving our marks. We're writing books. We we have businesses. We are parents. We are um whatever it is that you're doing, you're a teacher or a principal, or entrepreneur, whatever it is that you are doing now and have done, you're leaving your mark. But what I need you to understand more than anything else is that you're marked with him. You are marked by him and the precious seal of the Holy Spirit is on you. The precious seal of the Holy Spirit is on you. You've been marked. You've been marked. I want you to see how this is worded. This is in the NIV. I'm reading this right here in the NIV. And it says here, you were marked in him with a seal. So when you end with somebody, y'all together. So you've been marked in him with a seal. The promised Holy Spirit. Now y'all should be rejoicing right there to know that y'all been marked, first of all. Now we want to make sure that you don't do anything to grieve the Holy Spirit. It says here in Ephesians 4 and 30, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you are sealed. See that sealed and marked. It's the same thing for the day of redemption. You don't want to grieve him. So remember now we're on the speak life now radio show. So of course I'm going to talk to you about your words while I want to remind you that you're marked. So when you're marked, there's certain characteristic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I give you praise. I give you praise right now. When you are marked, hallelujah, Lord, I give you praise right now. Hallelujah. When you are marked, there's a certain characteristic about someone that's marked. You are marked. You you believe, right? You believe. You heard the truth. You received the truth. Now you are marked. And and it says right here, and do not grieve. So I don't want to take it for granted that you understand what grieve means. So in this dictionary here, grieve means is to cause great distress. Do you want to cause great, great distress to the Holy Spirit? By grieving them, by hurting, by wounding, by pain, by stinging, by the satin, to upset. 
Those are words that means grieve. So let's 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 just go ahead on. Let me slow down right here. I feel the presence of God on this because this is gonna break off generational things off of you. Those that are listening today, if you just receive this word, receive this word, hallelujah, Lord, I give you praise right now. Grieve that means to cause great distress. Now you've been mocked in him. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. But Ephesians 4 and 30 says here clearly, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. To grieve, let's go ahead and give you some of the synonyms again, is to hurt. Do not hurt the Holy Spirit. It's to wound. Do not wound the Holy Spirit. Do not cause pain to the Holy Spirit. Do not sadden. Do not upset. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Because you've been marked. So now I'm going to tell you some ways that you can grieve the Holy Spirit. And after today, after today, I believe, hallelujah, I feel it. I feel this right here. Hallelujah. After today, you're going to really understand the power of your words according to Proverbs 18:21. You're going to understand now the power of these of your words. Remember now, you've been marked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of the ways you can grieve the Holy Spirit is with foul and abusive language. Foul and abusive language. Do not use foul or abusive language. If you think about it, if you think about last two weeks, stop stop pouting and start shouting. So they were murmuring and complaining in their tents, right? That was grieving. That grieved God. So they did not go into the promise. Not the first generation. They didn't go in because they was using language that was grieving the Holy Spirit. Do you understand how powerful the words that you speak? Do not use foul or abusive language. Profanity is foul language. Dirty stories. Vulgar speech. Hallelujah. All of this is foul language. I remember years ago, I'm just going to say this real quick. I remember I was working in a jewelry store. I was a jewelry store manager. And it was this man that used to come in and buy jewelry. And he would cuss up and down the store. I'm like, this man's language is so vulgar. And I remember one day I I saw him coming towards the store. And I started declaring right then. I said, in the name of Jesus. Confound his words. Don't let a curse word come up out of his mouth. Or don't let him come in the store. That's what I said. I declared it out. And I said it out loud. And my staff heard it. And um, another customer heard it. Because I wasn't going to have that up in my store. He would be so loud. And everybody would hear it. It would be so offensive. It was very, very offensive that people would leave the store. So on this particular day, he came on in and he was at this um, register and paying his bill. And he looked at me and looked around. He said, I don't know what it is. I want to, I want to cuss in here, but I can't. That's what he said. That was that spirit talking out that, that foul spirit, a foul spirit going to speak foul words. Remember that. 
Okay? So he said it out of his own mouth. And all my staff, they looked at me. The uh, man that was at the register, he looked at me because he had heard what I just said out of my mouth. I mean, I was, I was thankful. This is when I was really learning about speaking life. Now, this is about, uh, I don't know how many years ago. It was a long time, maybe 2006. And this is what happened on that day. And I was like, oh my goodness. But now the Lord reminded me of that because you don't want to use foul or abusive language. That's, that grieves the Holy Spirit. What else grieves the Holy Spirit? You know, a lot of times people will tell you, um, it's even in the scripture. I, I didn't write this scripture down. Uh, I wish I did. I think it's, I might, it might be on this paper here, but it talk about bitterness, being bitter, bitterness. It, 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 it makes the Holy Spirit sorrowful. It's like when you refuse to reconcile, that's like you make a, you make a point to say, I'm upset and you just take that bitterness and don't want to reconcile with people, places, or things, whatever. But then also it talks about bitterness always try to find somebody to come in with them. You know, they try to find a bitterness partner. But in the scripture it talks about you don't want to have a root of bitterness that going to come up later and start to trouble you. I believe that's in Hebrews 12. 12 and 15, I believe that's where it is. But it talks about a root of bitterness and it'll come back up and trouble you. You don't want that. It's like a tooth, right? And if you have in, um, you know how sometimes they have to go in and do a root canal because it's something in that canal that, um, later on, if you don't take care of it, you could lose your entire tooth. Okay, I'm just let y'all think about that. But bitterness, bitterness also will grieve the Holy Spirit. Remember, you guys, you are marked. You are marked. So you're not going to let any foul language come out of your mouth. You're not going to have any bitterness in your heart to come up later on and trouble you. And another thing it talked about is rage. Rage, you easily angered. You can't nobody. I remember, I think it's in, uh, I know it's in 1 Corinthians 13, and it talked about love is not easily provoked. And the Amplified said, love is not touching. That means you're not easy. Somebody, as soon as they say something, you angry and ready to just jump and pounce. That, that's grieving the Holy Spirit. But remember, you guys, you've been rocked. You've been mocked. Hallelujah. It's like, and also slander is speaking evil of others behind their back. But, uh, you know, this, this talking about them, this, this talking about them behind their back, that's slandering somebody. That's grieving the Holy Spirit. So I want you guys to remember, let's go back and review. We're not going to be talking no uh, foul language. You're going to look in your heart and say, am I getting bitter? I mean, I've even had, I had a time one time and I I was so upset about certain things that didn't go my way for years. And I felt myself getting a little bitter, but I had to recognize, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I saw the Lord kept taking me to that scripture about, oh, uh, a bitter root about root a root of bitterness coming up and troubling me. It was troubling me, so I had to deal. I had to do the heart thing, because if you bitter, you don't even want to reconcile. You don't. You you trying to hide that thing, but then you getting with somebody else that got the same bitter spirit, and y'all coming together and making it a bitter party. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't send me no invitations to no bitter party. You can go ahead and keep that invite. And then the other thing we talk about rage. You you easily angered. You always raising your voice. You shouting and screaming at people. That that rage. That that's that's not a characteristic of who you are because you've been marked. You've been marked. 
than slander, evil speaking behind other people's back, or malicious behavior when you're plotting evil against someone. These are things that are grieving the Holy Spirit. These are things that are grieving the Holy Spirit. Even when you think about vengeance, you're gonna try to you're gonna try to um do something back to somebody because what they did to you. But the word of God said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Let him take care of it. What I want you to do this week, I want you, because we're almost running out of time here, I want you to, to remember to really think about what you're doing and what you're saying out of your mouth and say, okay, is this a uh, root of bitterness? Is this something that I'm about to say? Is it, is it the truth? Well, it might be the truth, but is it going to help anybody if I say it? Will it encourage anybody? Inspire anybody? If I say it? Is, that, is it something that is need to be said right now? Is it really going to make any difference if I say this right here? Is it something that's showing the love of God? Am I being kind? Am my words kind and soft answers? All of these things. You got to look at... Everything you're saying. Why? Come on, say it with me. Say, I've been marked. I've been marked in him with the promise and I've been sealed with Holy Spirit. Once you know these things, you've been marked. So now when you go out and leave your mark, like I go back to the beginning with my grandfather, he did all these things, great things. We got to make sure what we're doing that whoever we touch, we don't know who one day going to be coming up and talking about us. And even if they don't, it doesn't matter because we've been marked by God himself. We've been marked. You've been marked. I've been marked. So I can't, I can't be getting to rage. I can't have bitterness. I can't have foul language coming out of my mouth. I can't slander anybody. I can't be malicious, thinking evil and how I can get somebody back. I can't do these things because I've been marked. And whenever you feel like you're about to do these things, repent immediately. Repent. Say, Lord, forgive me. I didn't even know I was operating in bitterness. Forgive me, Lord. I'm sealed by you. I know I'm sealed by you. Just repent and ask him to cleanse you. And then don't go back and do the same thing. Make a conscious decision. When you repent, it's not, um, it's a, it's you turn totally away. It's a turning away from. So you turn away from that thing. Repent, ask him to cleanse you and move forward. Because today I believe, hallelujah, you're going to realize what I've been saying all this time about the power of your words. Now, after talking about pouting and shouting for two weeks and realizing that that whole, a whole generation didn't even reach their promise because they were murmuring and complaining, grumbling. All of that is was grieving the the spirit of God. So they didn't go in, but the next generation did. The next generation went in to that promise. I don't care what your age is today. You change this. Who knows what God would do for you? He knows. Because once you repent, turn away from, it's a clean slate. Mm. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. You've been mocked. You've been mocked. This week, remember to look, think about everything you say before you say it. If you feel like you're getting ready to get angry, 
walk it off, do what you got to do, come back, address the situation in a peaceful manner. Don't get up shouting, being all angry, yelling, cursing. That's foul language. Remember that foul? That's foul language. Vulgar. All that stuff. That's foul language. Bitterness, holding unforgiveness, not letting people go, not letting people be free and just say, I forgive you. That that's gonna cause uh uh you might go you end up having a root canal or you might lose some teeth. Let's put it like that. Think about it. If your root in your tooth is bad, it go in and clean that thing out so you can save your teeth. But sometimes you don't never take care of it properly, you end up losing your tooth, right? So what I'm saying to you today is you've been mocked. <laughs> you've been mocked. Remember you guys, when you go into this week, you got to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. The key to it all is, is to speak life now. I want to share a quick event with you. I'm having an event. The first Speak Life Now Empower to Empower sessions. The theme is going to be fight. We're going, I have a panel here. I have some great speakers going to teach you how they had to fight to get the success they have now. I have a, a playwright. I have authors, um, entrepreneurs, a pharmacists, ministers, uh, people in the health field, counseling field. All these people going to be there on April the 4th, 2020. April the 4th, 2020 at the Hilton Garden in Suffolk Riverfront. You can find this event on Eventbrite. Empower to Empower by Speak Life Now. You can go there and register. It's going to be a one-day event and lunch will be in- included. Go there and register for this event. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one. And you can also follow me on all social media. And you can also reach out to me through my uh, website. That is info, I-N-F-O, at speaklifenow.org. That's info at speaklifenow.org. Remember this week that you've been marked. Make sure everything that you do is representation of the fact that you are consciously aware. Now, you are consciously aware that you got a seal on you. You've been marked. Hallelujah. You might as well give God the praise right now. You've been marked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you once again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.